2: Welcome back. We are into the final half hour of this episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Grateful to you for listening. In 2018, we came to learn that a a young girl, 23 years old, uh, went missing. Mackenzie Lewick. She was missing, and it was later discovered that a 32-year-old, Yula Ajayi, was responsible for not only her disappearance, but her death. He was charged in that crime and convicted, and today he has been sentenced. And to learn more about the details of the sentencing and uh, and this story, we are joined by KSL News Radio reporter Paul Nelson. Paul, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
2: Uh, I'll tell you what I, I've told you this before. You and I need to you and I need to uh, start having conversations about more uh, uplifting and cheery stories. Uh, this one again yeah, just absolutely uh, breaks my heart. Uh, and, and to learn this latest update uh, is really something. So what is the latest that we know? What What, what, is, what is the sentencing, Ben?
1: Well, the sentence was for life in prison without the possibility of parole, and that was part of the plea deal. Um, when he pleaded guilty, they decided to put death uh, the death penalty off the table. But some of the um, information that... Uh, you know, that we already knew, when you put it in perspective, it really just kind of makes the the case even more heartbreaking. For example, when the prosecutor said, basically, there was no real motivation to do this. He got, uh, you I got absolutely nothing, you know, financial gain, nothing out of killing her. He did it just because he wanted to know what it was, what it would feel like. And he did it just, you know, it was murder for the sake of murder. It was so It was just as senseless as it could possibly have been, but they did meet a while ago. Uh, They did meet long before they actually um, uh, met face-to-face. They met on a dating site um, called Seeking Arrangements, and apparently, uh, according to uh, the prosecutors, he had planned on killing her before he even met her. So he was plotting. It was cold, and um, when you hear all that come out and then the parents – um, realize just exactly how bad this whole thing was it's just heartbreaking for them to hear uh, the details of what happened and heartbreaking for them to, for us to just kind of hear how how just completely empty and how completely rocked their world has been ever since she died.
2: Was there anything in, in his past behavior that led to this were there were there things that, uh, that that seemed or were seemingly indicators that he was on a trajectory towards a heinous crime like this?
1: Well, the judge even noticed that, that uh, according to his criminal record, he really didn't have much of anything. So, um, as far as red flags going up, really, they, they really didn't have a lot to kind of go on. Um, uh, you know, looking back, there were people that said, uh, like for example, KSL was spoken to a contractor that. Um Johnny basically had asked to make a, a quiet room in his basement. And looking back, he was asking for things that just made it very suspicious, um, you know, electronic key locks and things like that. So um, and to have it kind of be a silent room that nobody would be able to hear what's going on in there. So it, it, you know, that was really not the only in kind of indicators that we saw, but we saw them after the fact. And one of the I think one of the more powerful statements that was said. Um, was from her father, Greg, who basically said, I have no compassion for you as you showed no compassion to my daughter, and I hope prison is hell for you.
2: The p- parents and others were able to speak to uh, to Ajayi today.
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, a lot of it had to be done over video link because of COVID 19 concerns. And matter of fact, that's how a lot of the press was able to kind of watch it. But uh, they did what they can to make sure that they were able to say what they wanted to say to Ajayi. Now, his his defense team says he is remorseful for what he did. And matter of fact, in the courtroom, he did make a brief apology to her family saying, I know this doesn't bring uh, her back, but he also said, I'm sorry for what I did, and I deserve what I'm going to get, and he was going to get life in prison.
2: Paul Nelson, uh, thank you for this update. Anything more we should know on this it's it's a heartbreaking thing and it, uh, you know it's hard to talk about, but uh, the, the truth is that the the story here is one of uh, you know you, you hope that justice is served, but nothing ever brings back uh, you know someone taken from us uh, like this
1: yeah and it, and the prosecutors even said realistically, the only way to make sure that justice happens is to make sure that society is protected against uh, Ayula
2: Jai. Yeah. Uh Paul Nelson, thank you so much for your report on this. Thank you. That that's one of the the interesting kind of philosophical questions that arises when it comes when it becomes a question of sentencing, uh is the sentence is the sentence uh, designed to punish or protect is it designed to punish the offender or protect society from the offender and i know it's not a black and white issue i know that both uh, of those considerations are are, are true and real uh, we i'll admit in the in the newsroom earlier today we're discussing the the death penalty and whether or not it was appropriate in this case, and now we're not lawyers, we don't know, but we've seen uh, some cases play out in certain ways in the past. And why uh, would this one not be, uh, you know, a death penalty case? And the answer there is that the, the, the plea deal, uh, you know, included taking that off the, the table. But you ask yourself, you can't help but ask yourself, uh, death penalty, is it, uh, is it a merciful thing for the offender? Uh, is it justice? And uh, my thought, and you know, we don't need to get into a death penalty debate, uh, but, to, but to remove that kind of evil uh, it feels just to me. It feels just to me the, the type of uh, heinous act perpetrated by uh, someone can only be described as heinous and evil and not part of this world and not part of uh, the, the good society in which we live. Uh, this story has broken my heart from the day I first learned of it. Uh, She came home from a family funeral. Uh, She met up with someone uh, and that someone uh, took advantage of her, ended her life. Ended her life in the most heinous of uh, circumstances. And now that person, as we've just learned, will spend the rest of their life in Utah State Prison without the possibility of parole. Uh, We're going to move on. Uh, we're going in the next segment we're going to talk about the, the case of Holly uh, Cortier. You have heard of her. she from California uh, came missing for a time. about 12 days she was missing in Zion National Park. Uh, well she was found alive and there are some questions that arose and now there are some answers. We'll share the latest next on live mic. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: I'm Dave Colley.